Late Night Conversations, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Social Conversations. In our social conversation now, we are talking uh, the SMME funding um, in South Africa. And we are joined uh, by Guguletu Jikaba of Amanda Omnoto. He's an economist, entrepreneurial and enterprise development mentor. And uh, today he came bearing gifts, something <laughs> that I'm going to be using. In fact, I've used it already. I'm going to open this container. It's a container of um, uh, proudly African um uh, ointment, a, a, a jelly yeah. that is all natural, 100% aloe and uh, special oils, some cannabis in it. And it aids with so many things. So I suffer from cold feet <laughs> and cold hands, even if it's summer. I've just used it on my hands and they feel much, much warmer. Google, um, thank you for joining us and thank you for coming bearing gifts. Thank you so much, Manduli. Good evening to you and the listeners at home. Actually, this comes from Lesotho uh, by one of our entrepreneurs here in the country. Uh, you know, Lesotho has uh, embraced cannabis very strongly, more than any other African country, to a point where I think they've attracted way over $200 million uh, as, a, as a country. So I think this is what we need to learn as well as South Africa from Lesotho. Well, if we can also start uh, creating our own products, putting them out onto market, it would be a great thing. But funding is always an issue in South Africa. Yes. Um, and uh, we always ask ourselves, with all this funding that is available for SMMEs, who is getting it? Why is it that the ordinary South African doesn't always get access to it? What are we doing wrong? Or is there something wrong in the institutions that give out the funding? Actually, there's so much funding in South Africa. I, I always um, worry as well, thinking about entrepreneurs who are out there, because I work with these entrepreneurs every day. Um, they are doing great and amazing things, but the problem is access to funding. What what has been noted, uh, Manduli, is the two issues that are a frustration to SMMEs, to entrepreneurs right out there. Uh, the first one is that which you've already mentioned, funding, right? And secondly is access to markets. So those are two key areas that are a serious bottleneck in this country. When you talk entrepreneurship, when you're talking small businesses, small medium-sized businesses, because, you know, the whole economic environment seems to be so uh, closed in a sense because um, you do not have many new emerging businesses coming in to take the share of market, take up the space and really giving uh, the big guys a run for their money. That's that's something that I think it's so, so serious in our country. And this money is spread all across uh, different institutions. I, I don't even want to mention uh, your your banks, but when you talk those institutions of government, which we, 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 we expect them to be risk fund, funding, uh, many entrepreneurs, the money is there. But as to what's happening, it's a big question. Okay, so if you <laughs> also are <laughs> saying it's a big question, clearly we are between a rock and a hard place yeah. as for SMMEs. And with, with uh, inflation increasing yeah. again by 50 basis points and Isimo uh, Somnoto seemingly going to get worse and worse for South Africans, yeah. job opportunities becoming slim, we need this funding availability for SMMEs to create jobs, to create uh, um, um, income streams, to create sustainability for our communities mm. and our people. So mm. let's go through what uh, the minister has uh, ironed out yeah. as 
her strategic plan um, for SMME funding. Um, the first one, she's speaking as a priority area to enable the startup and, um, and development of SMMEs and cooperatives through red tape reduction and enabling legislations. So, Minangas Boza, uh, with all this democratic uh, hoo-ha and we want to be radical in making things happen, why is there still red tape? Yeah. You know, this department, I have a recollection uh, when it uh, was started. I, I remember talking to Ubabu Don Mkwanaz, who was late, uh, because uh, through Black Business Council, I think this department came into being. They were pushing for it to say, in this country, we need the Department of Entrepreneurship. There was actually a, a tussle between it being called Department of Entrepreneurship or small business, but eventually the small business development uh, won um, the day. Uh, the the, the we, we, last week we had the minister giving the budget, uh, uh, you know, speech on this and kind of like um, as as all the ministers do. And the point that she spoke about is this one of uh, SMEs and cooperatives, you know, not being, uh, you know, clocked by this red tape. And red tape in government seems to be there is red tape everywhere you go, right across government. That That is frustrating to all small businesses. But it's good, firstly, maybe let's commend the minister for having ran around the whole country through his agencies, um, the CEDA and CIFA. Uh, six out of uh, nine, uh, I think, provinces, uh, they, they say they went through which means they didn't complete them. But they were able to gather some information about what is the frustration for uh, small businesses from small business people themselves. But this one of red tape, it is something that I think needs to be cut and with immediate effect. For 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 small businesses to thrive. Um and the red tape, you know, goes to an extent where you will have legislation after legislation and uh, where, for instance, you go to SARS, uh, if you don't have a tax clearance, uh, you do not do business. You can't do business with government. And and if you talk to entrepreneurs out there, that is one of the key stumbling blocks. If your business is not registered in the central uh, supplier database of the country, or maybe there is a one slight problem, it just triggers everything else such that you will not be able to. Uh, get to do business with the state. So these are some of the things that I think uh, the government needs to look at. If you read through that point, uh, as the minister was alluding and talking to the members of parliament, you will realize that there's so much that she promises that will will be done in order to keep this type of a, a situation of the red tape. Part of this red tape, again, includes, you know, you'd remember, Patricia, some time ago, government said within 30 days they'll be paying the SMEs. Um, We're still but, waiting for that. No, that's not happening, to be honest. Still waiting for it. Still that. waiting for so, it. So Minister is also making promises, and yeah. we uh, I'm wondering, how long are we going to have to wait before this rate tape is cut? Yeah. Because we want to be trading intercontinentally. Yeah. We want to be trading with the rest of Africa. Last week we spoke about the Africa uh, Free Trade Agreement yes. area, yes. and and we ourselves are struggling internally. Yeah, we're struggling. I mean, uh, the, the, the this is the worry in South Africa, that... We, we always overlay one legislation with another. We do not want to uh, follow through and and come up with 
you know, the concrete measures from the word go to say, let's really solve this thing once and for all. So you would have, uh, you know, all our policy frameworks, the gears, the NDP now and everything else that is coming. Everyone seems to be coming with this glossy paper that says this is what we're going to do as soon as they leave the office and somebody else comes in and say, I'm going to do. You remember the, uh, Minister Tindo Moeni, former, came up with how to revive the plan of South Africa. Uh, but uh, immediately after that, you know, it died down and another minister was going to come as well and come up with their own plan. There's no follow through. It's as if it's different governments, uh, uh, you know, and yet it's one and the same government. So there is so much red tape that makes it d- difficult for small businesses to thrive in this country. So, um, point to be noted, SMMEs, all of you who are listening, make sure that we find a way to hold Minister accountable to eradicate this red tape that is holding you back. I'm going to go to an ATMS voice note. Hey, good evening, Sispet, and Google uh, today in the studio. Sispet, I started the company with my friends. The four of us started a consulting firm in 2017. The sad part is that once the, uh, the, the companies that we started was hit by COVID-19, I mean, the, the consequences of COVID-19, we were out of business. Guess what? Instead of government giving us access to funding or bailing us out from the funds that we have made available to small businesses, we were told to pay SARS amount of 10,000 rand a. As a result, we were unable to even pay that money because all of us were unemployed at the time. So the issue or the notion of supporting small businesses is not there in the South African government. It's just a dream. Sakile from Deben. Sakile, I'm sorry about the experience that you and your four colleagues had. Um, but it is a reality for many entrepreneurs. It is. It is actually. It's so much not there, such that I even uh, was talking to some of the government officials and said, maybe we need them to be reoriented and and you know, kind of like been taken down to where the rubber hits the road, and understand that being an entrepreneur, how difficult it is, and what does it mean exactly? Because this bus- this department, as much as it's called the small business de- department, whatever it is. It, 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 it is, it I'm is. sorry I'm chuckling because, you know, you, you are putting it out there and you say whatever it is because we don't see the results. No, we don't. Yeah, no, we ahead. don't. It's not, it's not small. This is the big department. Actually, in light of the unemployment and in light of us as a country lagging behind even smaller countries in our own continent, for instance, when it comes to entrepreneurial opportunities and orientation. So uh, what Sakila is talking about, it's true. It's an everyday occurrence for many entrepreneurs. Whatever it is called. Yeah. I hope someone from this department is listening and they will come up and redeem themselves. But actually, redeeming yourself in words is not good enough. Redeeming yourself in black and white uh, glossy paper is not good enough. Redeeming yeah. yourself in a budget speech is not good enough. We want action. Yeah. We want uh, uh, you know, key performance areas that we as South Africans and SMMEs can tick you know, and say yeah. this has been done, and we want follow through. Um, let me let me go to this uh, next point. Okay, so the second point is market development and market access. Right, yeah. that's part of the strategic focus. Now, you at Amanda, I'm not. Yeah. You creating markets, but you are not a government department. Yeah. You are you, you are about to go to Turkey to open up markets for yeah. the SMMEs that you deal with. Yeah. You go to Zimbabwe to get knowledge and open up markets. Yes. Intercontinental, in, internationally as well. Yeah. So 
Bonabatluayini, why is it something that we should even be speaking about creating markets? Because we know there are markets, simple markets, like in the farming in, um, sector, where the potato industry is actually monopolized. Yeah, yeah. and it's uh, known. Eggs, monopolized. Mm. So many people cannot access it. And in fact, talking about that, I love what Botswana is doing to yep. say, please don't bring us your tomatoes, don't bring us your potatoes. Our farmers here will supply it. Yes. Because it will create jobs, it might even become cheaper. Mm. So see, South Africa is a country of monopolies. And then these monopolies, I mean, here, go to down the road here at Johnsburg Fresh Produce Market. We know of one big monopoly in Limpopo. They do a whole lot of other products, including tomato. And, and some of them, they flood the markets. And your, your small guys, they don't see the light of day. So th there's lots of monopolies in South Africa, which really uh, begs the question whether are we... When we're talking market access uh, to entrepreneurs, what are we talking about exactly? Firstly, I think that must have been underpinned by research and development. You know, R&D is very important, especially if you are saying you want to uplift small businesses who are predominantly black. We know that. Who are struggling and suffering, who cannot access the market. Government must not be beholden to big business for assistance to the small businesses because you can't expect the big business that is uh, in a particular sector to be grooming its own future competitors. Never. That, 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 it does and, not make business sense. Yes, uh, and, and you talk to government officials, they would always say, we, we, we've got market access for you with these big companies. They play with these big companies. These big companies, as much as they assist through their supply development, but they are not going to be uh, sort of bring up competitors for them. They're, they're not going to give you the tricks of the trade. They're, they're not. going to give you the basics as an employee. You are going to basically be working for them supply being a subcontractor basically that's the help that government is trying to give us the, no, yeah. it's not going to fly and the other thing Mandu, you're sitting on the other side you've never sold a maquinia but you are busy assessing my business plan you are busy assessing me who is on the road i'm just saying that with all due respect but it's a fact that we see every day where you you have someone at these institutions you are being sent from pillar to post and and uh, where, when it comes time for grandstanding talking about this budget we are going to do this go to entrepreneurs there uh, in a month i'm not as an example we've got over 120 of them who are manufacturing in the uh, footwear and leather space but the requirements to go and access funding from our own government, it's, it's Mount Kilimanjaro. You, you, you see these people, they end up getting discouraged and they, will, they end up fizzling out and saying, oh, it's not, there's no hope for us. And yet we want to compete with the other African countries and other countries across the world. So I hope whatever the minister was doing with uh, people to go down to where uh, it matters, they they aren't really going to make a real change. Not this thing that we've been seeing all all the time, all the years. Uh, but just to outline for us, how is the minister proposing to um, give access to markets for um, entrepreneurs, especially knowing that there's industries that are highly monopolized? Look, you, you read that document, the 13-page document, talking about, you know, um, localization strategy, prioritizing black-owned youth and women-owned businesses. Of course, I'm sure the disabled as well. It's nice jargon. Yeah? It, it's yeah. nice the talk all the, the time, saying this is what we're going to do. So, I, you know, the intentions are, are good, but <laughs> is it really happening? It's not. You know. Because there's no strategy. I don't yeah. see a plan. I don't see action points. I don't. Th uh, yeah. Let me read this message. Um, this A team says, "Good evening, Patricia, and your esteemed guest. Uh, call me Chapa. 
the problem of securing or sourcing start-up and support extension funding and services from government is basically impossible. My cooperative and I are trying to secure as little as a communication with the National Public Works and Infrastructure Deve uh, De um, Development Minister, but this in itself seems totally impossible. To so-called minister and Department of Small Business Development is a mythical scam, quite frankly. Ouch. This hurts. Yeah, it hurts. I mean, it's, uh, it, it's people's feelings because they are supposed to, I'm sure, give feedback uh, to our own government that we voted into power to tell them that if you're not doing okay, you're not doing okay, and uh, please do well and do good by us because you've been voted into power by us. We want you to deliver. So right now, you're not delivering to small businesses. Uh, I can tell you that for effect and for free. It, it, it's happening every day. And they are, I mean, they, they, this product I've just brought in, it, it's been developed in Lesotho. It, we spoke about this last time in terms of the, the cannabis industry. So if, if you're closing out uh, your small guys and we who have been planting in Tsangu illegally so for many years, and then now the, the market has opened and the barrier to enter has been raised. So where are black people going to get that 5, 10 million rent to start? So you already see that it would seem like government is listening to the big dogs, as it were. <laughs> Guys who know, who have got, who've got deep pockets, mm. etc. This for me is an issue that our government must really start opening their eyes to because it, the situation is fermenting out there in as far as issues of uh, rural economy and township economies. You know, and uh, go to Soweto here. I think it's over three million people. It's it's still a mine where people go mine money and leave Soweto, and and all other townships until law until when? For how long are we going to become the type of a, a country and citizens who are always not? You know, we are we are, we are sort of yoked unequally so with people with big deep pockets, and we do not have anything, and yet we don't give the support that we need. And one of the things that just perturbs me is the fact that we've had this huge investment summit not so long ago uh, here in Johannesburg. And this investment summit was never incorporated with this SMMEs. These SMMEs didn't even get an opportunity to, to, to air themselves in the bigger platform. So clearly, we are not equally yoked. It's for big boys. I mean, uh, I've always uh, contended that uh, it's a good vision that our president, uh, you know, brought. But... But why why don't we have this investment summit somewhere in Limpopo as well, down and down open where it up to and open up to everywhere and say here's it. We want to oh. see how we're going to turn around this Limpopo environment, uh, where the, the, there's really need for us to inject so much uh, investment. Uh, Google, please stay with us. Uh, we need to go to yeah. the news. Greg Hoss is uh, standing in the news booth. It's 11 o'clock. A-teamers, uh, we'll be back. We'll conclude this conversation after the news. Good evening, Greg. Social Conversations. A team is five minutes after 11 and uh, we are going to have our closet conversation as soon as we conclude this social conversation. We still have Gukuletu Jikaba of Amandla Omnoto in the studio talking about the SMME funding in South Africa. Please do send in your thoughts via WhatsApp on 0614-104107. We are not at a, in an easy situation as yeah. a country. Yeah. Um, financially, economically, no more 
and your personal pocket and the country's pocket is not looking good. But what we want to see is a bit of change. Yes. And we were hoping that the minister is going to uplift our SMMEs. However, there's no action points. It's words that we've heard being thrown around. In, in her strategy, um, I mean, her third focus for 2022-2023 uh, is access to business development services and support infrastructure. I'm thinking incubators here. Yes. I'm thinking um, development agencies. But... Uh, let's be honest yeah. you walk into some of these agencies and it's a dead elephant yes you mm. walk into some of these incubators that were hailed not so long ago and there's nothing happening mm. and the people working in, this, in those incubators are saying but not in just now funding we, 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 even the internet is down to today <laughs> yeah because yeah. it was not paid for yeah so how how is the minister saying that the strategy is going to be implemented? Yeah, I think incubation is very important. Um, I always say for, for small businesses to grow, they definitely need to be incubated. They need uh, support. They need, you know, you, 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 you teach people, you guide them through the journey of entrepreneurship and assist them and hold them, sort of put them in, a, in an environment that they will realize that the the share of market as an example that they want to take charge of if if it is the if it's the the beverage they have to understand who plays in there how things are done there what type of beverage is uh, is consumed and all those types of things so you do you do need to have a scientific approach to assisting entrepreneurs it's a very good point to say let there be these business development services given but they must be spread right across the country. I, I don't know whether Patricia have noted that in in many parts of our country, such services are not there. Um, you can talk about CEDA as an example, even NYDA. I was talking to some some people, even myself at some point, I was complaining that I even had to go over the youth age, still waiting for N, for Musobomvu to fund me, find my businesses. Some people have grown and have become old having been waiting and some find it very difficult to access these services because Kanongoma for instance my hometown you, you don't have these services but young people that are there they are in numbers they've got to travel far so if the infrastructure has to be improved it must happen for real we want to see those outlets being opened right across the country to be able to service these entrepreneurs who are spread all across because even the ones in the city big cities like Johannesburg they, they, if they find it so difficult, just imagine a person who don't even have that infrastructure in their place uh, in the rural environment. It's a 13-page document, right, yep. with five key pointers or strategic points that the minister is going to be implementing. Uh, very simplistically yep. put so that we can understand it. Yes. Um, uh, in the fourth strategic focus uh, for this next fiscal is access to finance. Aibu. Angishovele funding is the issue here. Yes. So how are we going to access finance? Is Opuma Apilemali? Yeah. And Ipuma Ganjani? Yeah. Is it grants? Is it loans? Do we need surety? Do we need to have assets that we are going to give against this funding? You know, I'm, I'm going to just say this very loudly out there. The the access to finance is 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 one such pain point. And Imali must not come out because you know someone in there. Recently, we saw some news 
and the investigations happening within CETA, CIFA is an example that there is a suspicion that some money gets given because you have to know somebody in there. You see, if, if, we, if we are to continue working like that in this country uh, and not elevate and support great ideas, but only support those that we know, because that's, that's what entrepreneurs complain about. And, and some of them, they come to, to us in their call face and say, Google it because I know you. Can you please help me? Because you, you, and that's a sad reality, which I think the minister must look into. Support great ideas. Look at entrepreneurs without fear or favor, and let those institutions like CIDA, uh, all of them, by the way, whether it's CIDA, NYDA, TIKZN, uh, LIMDEV in Limpopo, or uh, MIGA in Pumalanga, or ECDC in the Eastern Cape, all of those institutions, they are supposed to support entrepreneurship and truly give that impetus that's so much needed in this country because you have got amazing ideas. You know, uh, some of the friends maybe who happen to be whiter than, who are, who are white, who, who who have got networks internationally, they end up leaving because they've got some contacts and connections elsewhere. No, Elon Musk. Yeah, you know, I mean, but black people don't have anywhere to go because they've got to, you know, shy merry-go-round totally support. And yet they, they've got such grand ideas. Elon Musk is gone and so is many others, by the way, who 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 who, who, who are not even known. Because they come and say, here's an idea, I need support, and that idea is either shot down at, because you don't know, the person sitting on the other side says, no, we only support franchises. It's easy because it's a system that, that will ensure that we get the return on investment to our institution. Support entrepreneurial ideas that are grand and great, that are groundbreaking, if you want to be right there up with the best and i think uh, more than just support when it comes to funding and finance access to finance um understanding the fact that this entrepreneur is passionate about their entrepreneurial idea or venture yes they might not have the financial acumen to put together a financial projection they yes. might not have the acumen to be able to elaborate on 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 um, how they're going to make return on investment. Then that's where your incubators come in. Yes. That's where they should come in to hold their hands, not reject them, hold their hand, help them develop that financial projection, give them funding for uh, development and research. Yes. Uh, so that you can see does this product work? Test it in the market. Have. The, not just say, no, sorry, since you don't have a, a financial uh, projections for the next five years for this idea of yours, uh, not funded. Yep. Help that entrepreneur. And many of the entrepreneurs, they are listed on credit bureau in South Africa. So they have, have that got loans. Have yeah. that understanding. And don't just uh, you know kick them out. Yeah. And if you are a developmental institution, have that understanding. And you are talking research and development is very important. We, t we love to mimic ideas coming from elsewhere without understanding how those countries st are structured in terms of uh, driving their own entrepreneurship. I mean, if you look at big countries like America and others, 
as to how much money they put into research and development. They put literally 3 to 5% of their GDP. In America, $21 trillion, you're talking $800 billion of, that GDP, of their GDP goes into research and development. That's why they are leading us. And so is other first world countries. But here, we put only 0.8%. That's about 50 million rand in terms of our research and development. So we're so, going nowhere slowly. So we're going nowhere slowly. Now, it's when you are saying you want to improve businesses, you want to seriously impact them, uh, understand that at that level of that entrepreneur who is still struggling with this idea and they need that impetus and assisted assistance in terms of research. Uh, so that let this be broad in terms of the holistic intervention on entrepreneurship. Let me go to an ATMA's voice note. Good evening, this is Pat. Yeah, your guest is hitting the nail on the head and he's talking about the top dogs. How can you groom someone who will <laughs> compete with you in the future? Let's assume black people were meant to be laborers, workers for good, because the only business they were given is uh, to be taxi drivers and taxi owners, which means their dividends is to kill one another. Really? We, 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 as black, yes, we can't uh, always look for funding, 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 funding. Then if the things doesn't come like that, we are complaining, complaining. Huh? You can go to the next one. All right, all right. There's no other voice note for now. So we can quickly go through the, the, the last four points. Uh, please take us through them from uh, this particular um, speech from the Minister of uh, Small Businesses. Okay, so we're talking about the, the fifth one. The, the, the fourth and fifth one. The, yeah. fourth, the fifth one, yes. I think the, 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 the fourth one was access to finance, which we've covered and spoken about it as, as a very, very important point. And the fifth one, obviously, is the... Uh, strategic focus area for the year in institutional strengthening and gearing. I think that 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 th those are those are two last points which, if you look at the minister's speech, she wants to focus on, and uh, ensure that uh, there is a there is a, a draft that, for instance, she's talking about that a draft uh, national integrated uh, of national integrated small enterprise development is called NISA. It's a master plan that is being finalized. Uh, again, these are, these are some of the documents for me which, uh, as, as important as they may be, but uh, what are we doing now with what we have? Um, because there are other documents in place. Probably this is gonna help as a master plan. Let's wait and see. Um, and again, I think entrepreneurs, it's important that as well, we have to be active citizens, participate in some of these things. There's, there's a document we're talking about here, the, the Copyright Amendment Bill, uh, some few weeks ago, which is going to go into law. And, and you'd find entrepreneurs in the space of art and, and AV sector, some of them are not aware that there's such. So I think this is very important that let's participate. Let's get to be monitoring ourselves this master plan uh, once it's finalized, actually before it's finalized, to see if it's serving us. Um, the way it should, right? Because uh, these are some of the very, very key documentations that, or, or, or policies um, that needs us to participate in and make sure that they talk to us uh, 
we have got infrastructure that is set up among ourselves that is going to help service our quest as entrepreneurs because we want to create job and jobs and, and create wealth. So as a, a, a parting shot, what should entrepreneurs be gearing for in the in the near future, especially in this fiscal? Um, what should entrepreneurs be focusing on? Look, entrepreneurs um, have got a very important task in this country of ensuring that uh, they create wealth for themselves, of course, but importantly, they create jobs that are so much needed. We're in the graduation season where you see a lot of students going out and they're going out into a jobless market. And, and, and it's truly something hurting uh, to see people going out and not being able to be absorbed. So entrepreneurs have got a serious job of coming up with innovative ideas, creativity, and becoming risk takers and go out there, but they need all the support they can get. For our A-teamers to be in touch with Amanda Omnoto, what do they need to do? We are on the Facebook page, Amanda Omnoto Facebook page, and uh, we, they can get in touch uh, with us there. And we interact with them uh, very much well. And next week, Thursday, we, we are going to be having a Zoom session, which we'll announce uh, on our Facebook page to say we want to talk to young entrepreneurs, unemployed graduates, formulating solutions for ourselves and coming up with what we need to to sort of do together in this country. Absolutely amazing. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, it's always a pleasure having you in studio. An honor is mine, Pemba. Thank you.